Like she doesn't even know the impact of her behavior because we're clearly talking about it. So we wanted to give her a new set of tools, a new perspective to say, what happens if you actually approached it differently? Do you need to be best friends with her? Hell to the no. But what happens if you gave something different to get something back in return that's different? You're listening to What's the Lesson, a podcast that inspires girls and those that love them to grow in their knowledge, skills, and abilities while working towards becoming the most confident version of themselves. We're your hosts, Jill and Mary, once corporate leaders and entrepreneurs turned confidence coaches who are obsessed with raising the next generation of female leaders. We're the founders of Girls Mentorship, a personal growth and development company for teen and tween girls. We're here to give them the tools to be resilient, problem solvers, and to simply be good people. Everything we wish we had access to at their age. We'll be sitting down with versatile guests to talk about things like how to manage expectations, bounce back from failure, even strategies to break up with a toxic relationship. We want this community to lift one another up. So starting right now, you get to practice reaching your hand back and bringing other girls along for the ride. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. I've got my co-host on the opposite side of the screen from me today, Jilly P. What's going <laughs> on, girl? Mayor Bear, hi, friend. Hello, podcast fam. How's it going today? I would say they'd probably say it's feeling a little bit like Monday, but <laughs> like, like a it's case of the, the Mondays. Case of the Mondays. Whoop, whoop. Have you seen that movie? Everyone's seen that movie. What movie? Off- Office Space. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, Jill. I'm you're sorry. Clearly not wearing your flair today. And clearly, I have the case of a Mondays. The Mondays. Do you have a case of the Mondays? You know what? I I actually don't, but. Um, I feel like my to-do list is as 17 long, miles long. <laughs> as long as the receipts come at CVS. If anyone That's- has shopped at CVS, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but their receipts take the cake. I think we should do that for a Halloween costume. Have you seen that? No. Oh, I'll have to send you pictures. Okay. You've not seen that freaking. People dress up for Halloween as the CVS receipts. Yeah. For real? It's a thing. Oh, it's a thing. I think we absolutely should do that. The world absolutely knows about the CVS receipts. And (laughs) I feel like they probably do it for publicity now. Because do you know that Starbucks... Okay, this is a rumor. I it's not like I heard it from the people at the top, but they spell people's name wrong, like horrendously wrong intentionally to get their stuff put on social media. Unless that makes because that brings sense. you know marketing to their company, whether they spell it wrong or spell it right. Like you're posting a picture on it of it yeah. on social media. So I feel like at this point, CVS is doing it so people talk about it. That's true. Because look at us, we're doing it. We're talking about them on a podcast, and <laughs> this podcast list. has nothing to do with CVS. Even though we probably do need to pick some things up for at CVS for the to do list. We. Totally do. I'm like, can we actually go there so I can check a couple of these boxes off? Thanks. We can. We will. And what are we to doing? All of you probably know if you're regular listeners that we're throwing a summer camp. Woohoo! Yes, we are. 
we are throwing six weeks worth of summer camp and that sounds crazy. We're not that crazy. I swear we're not that crazy. Um, we're hosting six different sessions because what we've heard from parents and girls over the course of us doing this is give them more opportunity to get involved. So if you're following us on social media, if you're listening to our podcast, you might be like, damn, those girls are doing a lot. And we are. <laughs> there is no doubt about the fact that we're doing a lot, but we're trying to provide as many opportunities for girls to get involved in what we're doing, for us to be able to plant as many seeds as we can possibly plant. Amen. Yes. And we knew last year that there was an opportunity for us to put out a camp that was different than your typical sports camp or your sleepaway camp or, you know, your typical camp. I think there's like STEM camps now, which yeah. is great. You're learning something. It's kind of an extension of school. Um, they're, they're being involved, getting involved in likes and activities. Um, but we saw a huge area of opportunity in terms of personal growth and development. And if you know anything about Jill and I, we don't half-ass anything. <laughs> we, we for some reason, we have the extra gene, um, <laughs> the extra like go above and beyond, go all out gene. And we fortunately or unfortunately know what it feels like to walk into a workshop or an event for females and be seen and heard and have a great time. And that is the exact environment that we want to create for these girls. Yeah. So taking it to the extra level, we're bringing in really cool brands to collaborate with us on merch and designing the space so it feels inviting and fun and that girls can really explore more of who they are in this space on top of what they're going to learn from us at camp. Us and the amazing speakers we're bringing in. Oh my gosh. I mean, I just, the to-do list is a mile long because we have so much to do to prepare, but dang, we're excited. <laughs> it, we I are was, so excited. We're so excited. And for those of you who have gotten married before, I am kind of, I'm, it, throwing a summer camp is like um, planning, planning a, a wedding. wedding where you do all of it up front and then you kind of wait for it to to come the day together. to come right, right now, now. Dun, dun, over dun. me <laughs> yes yeah, so that's what it okay. feels like i'm like okay yeah we're doing like little things here and there like we've we've done a lot most of the work like the bulk of the work we're emailing we're tying up loose ends and now it's like we need we need girls to sign up. We need butts and chairs. And that is what this next month is for us, is pushing this camp to the masses so we can reach the goal of working with almost close to 300 girls this summer. 288 to be exact, but who's <laughs> counting? <laughs> no one's counting. So... So, you know, that's not even what we want to talk about today, but you got off on the CVS receipt I tangent know, know, and, and you brought us here, which we're jazzed to talk about it because it's going to be amazing. We get inquiries every day from like 35 to 45 year old women who are like, can we actually come? 
(laughs) (laughs) And, you know, we want to say yes, because we understand that there's a little girl in all of those girls, which is exactly why we created this business. Right. Because the little girl in us didn't learn these things. And it's our gift. It's our absolute honor to be able to pass along the torch to say, hey, there's a pothole there. Don't fall face first into it like we did. Speed bump. Yeah, totally. Oh, my God. I was in Mexico once (laughs) and I had a little (laughs) Kia Forte and I typically have a lead foot. I will admit to that. And I was driving out of Mexico. We were leaving the town of Rocky Point and I didn't see the speed bump, man. (laughs) I think I shot my little Kia Forte (laughs) about five feet (laughs) into the sky. It's like a perfect movie scene. It was. So funny. Probably not great for the car, but man, I couldn't stop laughing. Was it your car? Or did you <laughs> yeah. rent it? Oh, it was excellent. mine. Okay, yeah, those are always fun. And then you like look around, like, did anyone see that? <laughs> it was hilarious. Totally. Um, what did we want to actually talk about today? Okay, well, we had a really cool conversation yesterday with one of our girls which sparked this idea of bringing this conversation to the podcast. So I feel, and this is something we talk about a lot in general, but the way we got to present it to her was cool. Mm -hmm. And it's the rule of reciprocity. The more you give, the more you get. And in terms of bringing this conversation to a 13-year-old, 14-year-old, 15-year-old, this concept is kind of foreign because... At that age, they're really discovering who they are, what they like, what their autonomy stands for. They're like toeing the line, right? They're like, can I get away with this? Where can I push a boundary here? How can I push a boundary there? So to adults who have been very far removed from that period of their life, it might feel like your child or the teen you're interacting with, the tween you're interacting with is being very selfish, So, I mean, right? Can we, I want to call that out because, I mean, I'm 34, you're 36. It's been a, a long time since I've been 16, 15, 14. We don't really recall what it feels like to be discovering things for the first time. Right. I totally agree. And I think that's one of our biggest complaints around this generation that we're working with that girls are spoiled brats. Yes. Was I a spoiled brat? I'm sure my parents have told me that a time or two, but we live in a world, and I know we've talked about this a ton, but we live in the Amazon Prime days. We get to buy something at Target, and in two hours, people walk it out to our car. It's like, you know, it's instant gratification. And that can be the microwave generation. Yeah, it could be at the detriment of of like realistic expectations for our kids. So this conversation cropped up because much like I'm sure all of us experience, this particular girl is experiencing a little bit of bullying. Um, And when we get bullied, what is our natural reaction? Most of the time, I know for me, I won't speak for everyone. It's to bully back. It's like Mm -hmm. a... It's a snap reaction. Like if somebody is mean to me, I want to be mean to them and I want to be a little bit more mean so I can one up or play that little tit for tat game. And hopefully if I'm mean enough, that other person will back off. But we know 
that that's not how it works. But that is, by definition, the rule of reciprocity. We like to say to our girls that character traits or ways of being are inherently neutral. It depends on how you use them, whether it's healthy or unhealthy. And we like to use the verbiage healthy or unhealthy versus good or bad because we don't ever want to paint anything as good versus bad. Mm -hmm. I think the clearest picture I can put in that's like food. No food is good or bad. Food in moderation can be just fine. However, if you eat 12 donuts in an hour, you know, that's probably not great. So... Same thing, the rule of reciprocity can work both ways. If you're doling out a mess of shit, you're probably going to get a mess of shit back. Mm -hmm. So we flipped the script for her, and it was really cool to see her just response to what we were talking about. You could see the wheels in her head turning as to how she could use this rule to her advantage. Well, and I want to kind of, kind of, I I would love to paint the picture, bring you guys into what this conversation looked like because I know that she's not alone in the struggle of mean girls. This is Mm -hmm. happening everywhere. And it's also, it, I mean, as a mother, as an aunt, as a teacher, as a community member, nobody likes anyone to pick on somebody else. It breaks your heart. So is this a quick fix. No, it's not. However, what we like to say is you have to put in the reps in order for it to be a permanent habit. So by practicing it over and over and over again, will like you'll start to see different behavior changes in your daughter, in your niece, in, you know, the little girl in your life I mean, ba- throw in the boys, too. If you're a mom or a dad of a boy, the same concept applies. The concept works if you work it. But if it's something that you just, you know, take and put on a shelf, let it's it get not- all dusty, totally. well, then it's going to be all dusty. Exactly. So there was there's a mean girl in the girl that we work with in, in her life, and she just pokes and prods and really gets under the girl that we're working with skin and she's 13 and when a when a girl is mean to you you know like the what we've kind of taught our girls and not even taught but it might have even been how we've modeled it for them is you you get back at that girl who's mean to you, like with revenge. And that's not what we want. Has anybody so- seen the movie Mean Girls? <laughs> I mean, literally the burn book. I mean, that painted the picture of what I think Jill and I grew up watching on Absolutely. TV, on movies, listening to in songs. Like that's what's, that is what culture has taught us. You guys, have you heard that we're hosting a summer camp? Listen, you can go to a summer camp that kills time or you can attend a camp that leverages it. This summer, we aim to empower and inspire young women to pursue more. More confidence, more positive friendships, more community impact, more dreams and aspirations, more self-honoring and healthy habits. To explore more camp options, go to girlsmentorship.com. We can't wait to see you there. 
So, yes, when this girl is mean to another girl, how it, it takes you becoming the bigger person to not stoop down to her level. So we always say when you when someone else goes low, you don't go low, you go high. And that is way easier said than done. It's a practice. But what happens if, you know, this person that is bothering you and poking at you and constantly annoying you and making you feel a certain way, the more that you give, the more you get in return. So what are you giving that girl? Is it your is energy? It frustration? Like, is it mm-hmm. anger? Is it annoyance? Like the fact that we were talking about this mean girl yesterday in a space that that girl had no idea we were even talking about her. It's like, look how much time and mental space that it's taking all of our minds Like she doesn't even know the impact of her behavior because we're clearly talking about it. So we wanted to give her a new set of tools, a new perspective to say, what happens if you actually approached it differently? Do you need to be best friends with her? Hell to the no. But what happens if you gave something different to get something back in return that's different? Well, and her response right away was, well, I only have five more days of school left, so I'm not giving her anything. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, uh uh-huh, 100%. You are right. Time is tick, tick, ticking away. You're probably not going to ever see this girl's face again because you're going to different schools. Awesome separation. But guess what? There's going to be more girls just like her in the next phase of your life. And if you don't work through it, life is going to continue to present you opportunities in order to deal with it. So. We challenged her in that moment instead of hanging on to those toxic feelings, which, I mean, it literally feels like toxic waste. It's green and bubbling up inside of her, and she recounts it every moment she's able to tell somebody about how mean this girl was to her or how she did this, and it makes her feel pissed, and she wants to get back by doing this. And it's like how stinking horrible that is just eating away at her. So we challenged her. Instead of having these feelings, it's like, what if you thought about it a little further and you tried sending her love and the look on her face, y'all, was <laughs> of sheer disgust. It was like, um, are you kidding I me? I don't love her. I'm not going to be her friend. I will never <laughs> love her. But we we kept going. We explained ourselves further. And it's like, what if you thought about that girl's upbringing, right? Clearly, somebody who is intentionally poking and prodding and trying to get attention was raised in a household very different than yours. Maybe mom is not present. Maybe dad is not present. And is it our responsibility to coddle her or make up for the lack of what she has in her life? Absolutely not. But we can recognize certain human behaviors as what she is lacking and send her love based on the fact that she didn't get as much love or care or guidance that I'm getting, right? So I'm sending this girl all the love based on the fact that she's acting this way for a certain reason. Now, sending someone love doesn't mean you have to go up in the hallway and give them a hug and a kiss on the forehead. She doesn't have to know one bit of difference what you are thinking in your mind, but the energy that you can be sending this girl is love. And that takes practice. And, and you don't always have to believe it right away. It's like affirmations. The more you practice it, 
the more permanent it becomes. We want that response to be automatic within her so that toxicity doesn't continue to build up and she explodes like a freaking volcano. Or she acts like that in every other relationship in her life. Defensive, reactionary, ready to do a tit for tat because she's going to have more permanent relationships in her life later on where that behavior is not going to serve the relationship. So how do we flip the script early on and repeat it often? So that's just her natural reaction. Oof. Amen. Amen. I, I, I'm sitting here thinking about her. Like what happens? What, what's the cost of her not practicing this and for all the other girls who don't know how to flip the script. I can see relationships being broken, friendships um, separating, conflict between parents happening. There's a lot that by practicing this, and it's it's a practice, it there's, it's, it's not like a quick fix, like we said, but the more that you practice it, the more that you get to you, you're putting in, you're putting in the time you're thinking about it, but then in return, what are you getting? I'm thinking about wouldn't it feel cool? Wouldn't it feel great to break the chains from that girl literally having control over your emotions your mental space, um, like every, no matter where you go in school, like you're constantly looking where she is. It's just like being able, it, it's freedom. Like freedom. <laughs> yeah, amen. Freedom. So, and listen, like I know that there's somebody listening to this going, well, bullying is not okay. There needs to be something done. And to a certain extent, I agree with you. However, bullying is a normal teen tween girl behavior because it's been taught generation after generation after generation. So at a certain point, we have to let these girls fend for themselves and learn about themselves within this situation because situations aren't all rainbows and butterflies. Now, if it moves up to like, let's just use Smokey the Bear and we're in like orange to red neighborhood in terms of fire danger. Does she need to get an adult involved? A hundred percent. I'm not, there is, there's no way that we're negating the fact that bullying can move up to detrimental to where it's bad for mental health. And we're, we're taking it to an extreme when someone else needs to get involved. A hundred percent. We're not negating that whatsoever. But this little tit for tat, I'm not inviting you here or I'm saying something behind your back, that's been going on since the dawn of time and girls need to learn how to deal with it, whether it's guidance from a mentor, advice from a mom, whatever that is, they're going to have to fend for themselves a little bit out in the jungle of high school, in the jungle (laughs) of middle school. So by no means are we you know, passing off that bullying is a terrible thing and it shouldn't be done, but it happens every single day. And we have to equip our girls with tools to be able to deal with it in the moment, whether it's face to face with that bully or internally within themselves, because if it's internally within themselves, they're going to be way better equipped to deal with the next bully that they come across. Because we all know that the more energy we give that bully, they understand those pain points for us and they're going to dig their thumb in and do it over and over and over again because they're getting a response. So how do we shut off the response? That's what Mm -hmm. we're getting at. Well, and I would just, I want to bring it back to giving this girl love. 
Right. If she were to give this girl love, and it again, not outwardly, but just energetically, silently, what is she getting back in return? Her loving herself in a different way. Her being free, like walking away as the bigger person versus allowing this girl to literally bring her down and define her and question her character. Because girls like these mean girls should never should never let other girls like make them question who they are. So it's giving them back the power. We're empowering them of like, you have choice in the matter. And unless you are aware, because sometimes we're not even aware, girls are not even aware that they have choice to choose to go high because a lot of times they just want to, they, they just want to prove that they're worthy. They just want to prove like, leave me alone, quit bothering me. So they go low. So giving them the tools to practice this will help drastically bring some sort of language that you can practice at home with your daughter. Well, and again, this this is blaring in my head. It's like the messaging that we've received from the dawn of time, from our time, is like a Maybelline commercial. Like, maybe she's born with it. <laughs> maybe it's Maybelline, right? Like, we think that we're born with confidence. We think that we're born with the ability to fight back. We think that we're born with the innate self-awareness tools and we're not it's practice I didn't come out of the womb this confident person it's been a huge work in progress and that's the gift of this work is being able to know where my pitfalls were where my blind spots were and enroll girls in that for them to then be able to use these tools not just in the hallways with the mean girls right it's at home the rule of reciprocity at home so how do I calm myself when my mother says something annoying and I don't want to help her do any of the chores around the house you can go back to okay the more that I'm able to give, the more I'm able to get. So if I give my mom more of my time or my undivided attention or more of my manners as opposed to more of my reaction, snarkiness, Mm -hmm. sassiness, I'm going to get more respect back. I'm going to get more treatment that I want back as opposed to I'm sassy as all get up and now I'm getting more Mm -hmm. rules, regulation, grounding the things that we don't want so we're we're really um propelling what we're getting by how we're showing up and that was our big message to her yesterday in terms of well you want this you want more freedom you want more allowance you want to be treated more like an adult well here's what you have to do in order to get those things back you have to show up that way we use the example of michael jordan he, Michael. Michael, we, we, we said he by far is the greatest basketball player of all time. And no question. No. I don't want any questions. I know there are people like LeBron now who have done. Don't DM us and fight with and us one, over this. <laughs> don't at me over this. Okay. Um, but there's this saying that a habit takes 21 days to form. Right. And I'm going to just call bullshit on that because Michael Jordan he didn't just shoot free throws for 21 days and become the best basketball player of all time. Repetition was the name of his game, 
great. Jill, how many free throws do you think Michael oh, Jordan God. took I mean, day in and day out? How many three-pointers? How many pick and rolls? How many pivots? I mean, thousands, all of it. Thousands, thousands, hundreds jumpers. of thousands, if yeah. not in the millions. Oh. And we oh, can't yeah. expect, I think this is like the biggest thing that we hear with our girls is that they want something, but their actions and their behaviors tell a different story. So if they want to grow in their confidence, if they want deeper friendships, if they want um, to learn how to communicate better, guess what? You need to practice those things. And it doesn't mean that you, you know, you take on all of these things at once. What is one thing? What's one thing that you can take away and practice? And it's the small, digestible, bite-sized actions that will lead you then to that bigger end goal. And the rule of reciprocity is no exception to that. You have to practice that sucker. You're not always going to love the things that you are lying to yourself about loving. So for her, our homework for her was to send her away in the last week and a half of school. And every time she saw this girl, regardless of what her internal dialogue was saying, how do you send her as much love as possible? Because clearly she needs it. And the reactionary tip for tat stuff isn't going to matter. Because if somebody's already spewing that much hate or whatever she's spewing, she's already rotten. She doesn't need your negative energy either. And you don't have to waste your energy on something that's already rotten. And I'm not saying this sweet girl is rotten. I mean, I kind of am, but she's rotten and needs to work on it. But she also needs the example to be able to work on it. So we challenged her to start being that example because that ripple effect is something that that girl will probably remember. Now, will she remember in two days? No. But five years from now, when she's losing friends and she doesn't know why, she can reference going back to this relationship and going, man, I was so mean to that girl and she stopped responding to me, but she always smiled. Mm. You know, she always waved. I wonder what that was about. I see it now that she was just trying to give me happiness, love, all of that. And I know that sounds foo-foo and weird and woo-woo. Damn it, it, it works. It does. And we were, we are standing in it today to say if we would have had this, if we would have known this when we were a teenager, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder what then I would not have been such a self-centered I, I wonder how many relationships would have actually worked out. <laughs> right. You know? Or, you know, fallen away right. or ended in a way that wasn't exactly. toxic or that took our energy or that, you know, I sat crying over for however long I sat right. crying over them for. They would have naturally just fallen away if we weren't meant to be. That's friendships. That's boyfriends. That's jobs that's yeah. everything so to end to leave mm -hmm. you all thinking about being in the practice of this concept of giving to then get in return it works if you work it so go out and do the work you guys it works if you work it go out we and believe in it. you you got this and until next time y'all we'll see you on what's the lesson bye everyone we say this every time, but wow, what a powerful episode. These conversations always leave us feeling so fired up and inspired. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in with us. 
If you're looking for more, head over to girlsmentorship.com slash WTL for the show notes. And if you felt as inspired by listening to this conversation as we did having it, we would be ecstatic if you'd advocate for us in one or all of the next three ways. One, by sharing this episode with a friend or on your social media. Two, by heading over to iTunes and leaving us a rating and an honest review. And three, by following us on social media. This community is full of movers and shakers. We share ideas, we ask questions. So if you're interested, we've linked our Instagram account as well as our exclusive community on Facebook in the show notes. Until next time, you guys, remember, the more you know, the better you do. And this bomb-ass episode was sponsored by Girls Mentorship.